Welcome back to Critically Incorrect. We are on our 10th episode this week, double digits. Pretty insane how fast that has come. Uh, yeah, as you have noticed already, Dan is back once again this week. I figured that, you know, we had a really good episode with him last week and we figured we'd invite him in yet again. Um, so he's back. I guess all of you, if you want to introduce yourselves real quick. Hey, what's up? It's me, as usual. Back again, somehow. Yeah, so this week has been, you know, Probably in the middle, you know, it's not as crazy as last week, but it's also not too quiet. As you know, we had that Resi so- showcase just yesterday, um, two days ago, if you're watching this, the day it comes out. Um, besides that, I guess we'll go over what we've all been playing this last week. So I guess we'll start with Dan. What have you been playing for the past week? Um, <laughs> uh, no FIFA again. That's a record. Um, mainly God of War. Um, I'm pretty much now near the end of that. Because I think last week I said I was only about, what, two hours from the end. I think I've literally just got to play it for about another half an hour and I was done. The only reason I stopped playing it, like, this week was just because I just kept on falling asleep. Not because the game's bad, I just kept... I was just genuinely chattered. So, yeah, I'm near beating God of War, finally. Um, played Heavy Rain on PS4 5 as well. Sorry, PS4. Sorry, I'm, I'm dreaming that I've got the PS5. That's why I keep on saying it. But, yeah, um, I went through that because I was just going through a load of games that have had saved from ps plus over the years and just not touched so i played that um for, for like the first time in god knows how long um played that uh just started up shadow of tomb raider because i've not played that before as well uh, i had that on on a uh, on disc as well so started that as well um and then i brought detroit become human as well finally so we, oh, actually, no, I was gonna say. Like, yeah, I was I about to it. say. I was about to say because I missed the boat to play it because obviously me and Justin don't have a linked account anymore. So <laughs> I missed my boat to play Detroit. So I did have to I fork mean, out the yeah. money for it. So yeah, but yeah, uh, hopefully I should oh, be man. probably gonna make a start on that tonight. But yeah, that's pretty much just what I've been playing this week. Did you play Heavy Rain for the first time this week? No, I played it for the first time in I think nearly nearly a decade because i first yeah. played it in 2011 because it was one of the first games i got on ps3 God, and then i remember my dad played it like a few years after just because it was like i want to play a game and i thought well if it's a game full of quick time events it'll be fine so i let him play that for a bit and then yeah i've not played it since then so yeah it was pretty eye-opening as to how mediocre it is today but it's jason <laughs> I don't think the story is pretty good, but yeah, there's the definitely sto- the elements story is of that good. game. That... The story is good, but I was cracking up, <laughs> cracked up so yeah, many times. Yeah. But yeah, it was, yeah, it was nice to go back to it. But yeah, I just mainly did it just because it was it was there, and also it's piss easy to get trophies on. So I thought, why not? <laughs> <laughs> True. How about you, Justin? Uh, for me, yeah, pretty chill week. I've uh, been playing a bit more Sackboy. Um, I'm done the fourth world now, so I got the final world to go, you know, slowly but surely I'm going to get to the end of that. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I started Gears of War 5, um, just because I bought it during the Steam sale, um, for PC obviously. Um, it was like really cheap during that sale, so, uh, I've been playing that, um, still really early in the game. I, I, I've only played like the first two hours or so, so, um, yeah, I'm enjoying it though, it's fun. Uh, um, I couldn't connect my controller to it for some reason i don't know charlie you played it right you played it did i, I think you played it yeah PC, i played i played a bit but i was using keyboard and mouse so right okay yeah because I, I yeah i wanted to connect my controller but it wasn't working so i've just been using keyboard and mouse um right. yeah it's pretty it's pretty fun so far you know 
Uh, I'm enjoying it. Gonna keep going through the week, I guess. Uh, but yeah, other than that, pretty chill. Just some casual NHL as well for me. Oh, <laughs> I thought you even though he got that 200-hour platinum, I still see him playing it every night. Mate, see, <laughs> this is terrible. You guys take the mick out of me for FIFA. There's yeah, Justin having to play true. NHL. Justin's the new casual. I'm, at least, at least I've not touched FIFA for like three weeks. That's like an accomplishment for me. I don't even think Josh has been playing Destiny lately, so I think the casual title does actually go to <laughs> J- Justin me. right it now. Might be me right now. Hey, How man, the roles I've are got, reversed, dude. I've gotten, I've gotten hooked on to Ultimate Team. I gotta like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, it's, I don't know. I find it like fun competing against other people. Just like, yeah, I don't know. Seeing like who's better. Disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> right on. That's pretty much it for me. Um, so I guess I'll, I'll get into what I've been playing. Mainly, mm-hmm. to be honest, it was waiting for Hitman. Like, that was the big thing I was looking forward to this week. So it was more just some of the same multiplayer stuff. I did get back into playing a bit more Dead Space. So I did some of that on stream um, over on Twitch. Uh, hoping to do more of it soon. Um, but yeah, so it was it was mainly that, and then waiting for for Hitman, which I've been playing a bit of, um, and then more League of Legends here and there. A new new champion came out yesterday, so um, been playing him quite a bit. But yeah, that, that's about it. Really, a pretty basic and quiet week, to be honest. So right on. Yeah, we'll definitely get into our Hitman three impressions a bit later on the show. One of the most notable games, obviously, at the start of this year. Um, probably mm-hmm. the only game, at least in January, that's notable. Um, yeah, um, what I've been playing, I think I said last episode that I started The Pathless. I finished that maybe like two days later. Um, I still have other stuff that I wanted to do in that world because there's a portion of the game that's you know mandatory to do, but um, there's definitely some side stuff to do if you haven't finished it all. So kind of been loosely going back to that. I also started Bugsnax because I wanted to finish that game. Um, not finish that game, start the game and just beat it pretty quickly because it isn't that long from what I've heard. Um, yeah, just mainly looking to cross things off my list and uh, I just chose to start up. I think I'm like an hour into that game and it's pretty good. I'm kind of impressed by how much it uses the dual sense. Um, it's a pretty cool experience. Uh, yeah, the story's wild and interesting. So I'm looking forward to playing more of that. Besides that... Uh, I think I started, what, Mirror's Edge Catalyst on stream yesterday. Um, And then, yeah, like Charlie, I've been playing a bit of Hitman 3 and then the Maiden demo that just happened this week. But, I mean, that was, like, only, like, 15 minutes. So, yeah, besides that, that's generally what I've been playing. Um, Besides, you know, the occasional maybe Fortnite with, like, a friend or something like that. So, yeah, that's been my week. Yeah, Fortnite, ha-ha. Anyways, I guess I'll quickly, uh, once again, remind you to ask questions again um, in the comment section down below. If you have any topics or, you know, any questions you want us to answer in the next week's episode, make sure to leave them in the comment section down below or join our Discord. Um, With that being said, I guess we'll go over the week, um, this week's releases. Yeah, as I said, mainly it's been Hitman 3. That's, like, been the big one. Um, Capcom also shouted drop the Maiden demo, which is exclusive for the time being on the PS5. I believe the Maiden demo will remain exclusive, but there's going to be some sort of other demo that's going to be coming to other platforms sometime, they said, in spring. Um, as well as Everspace 2. This is an early access game that's currently only on PC. Um, so, yeah, definitely go check that out if that interests you. Besides that, we'll get into the gaming news this week, which has been, you know... Generally, I'd say average mainly was 
you know, carried by Resident Evil's, you know, showcase yesterday. Um, but besides that, we do have some interesting news. Um, most notably right now, Sony's secret studio that, you know, we previously have been, you know, wondering what they've been working on. I believe I've, you know, to kind of assumed it was going to be Uncharted because it sounded like it was like, I believe they said a third person action adventure game based on existing IP. Yeah, pretty much the studio, someone's LinkedIn profile that works actually at that studio mentioned what they do there. And they said that their studio is kind of built upon expanding existing franchises across kind of Sony's, you know, worldwide studios. So yeah, this is kind of just more, you know, breadcrumbs to eventually what this new studio will turn out to be. It's really interesting because this studio still doesn't have a name or hasn't really been formally, you know, officially kind of declared by Sony. I don't know if you guys had any thoughts on this. Do you have any updated thoughts based on, you know, what we've found out this week? Because this studio has been rumored for at least two years now. And yeah, we still haven't it heard like it. It feels like forever that we've known about this studio. And it's like mm-hmm. we still know really not a lot about it other than just a load of vague rumors. So I don't really know. I'm still kind of miffed and up in the air as to like what they could be working on. I mean, I'm not kind of as in the ring with like news about the studio probably as much as you guys, but to me, I've I've generally got no grasp at all as like what they could be working on. Like, there's been rumors saying, you know, they it could have been like I know one point they don't know they were true, but it might have been an uncharted game that they were working on. But the fact that it's a pre-existing franchise, it's got to be curious. But I don't have a clue at all as to like what they could be working on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, um, I mean, I was like. I don't really know why Sony wouldn't announce the studio by now. Like it's yeah. it's kind of weird, but at the same time, I feel like it's almost because it is very early days, and probably for that first year they were hiring people and just gathering ideas rather than actually starting a new project. So I don't think we'll get an official announcement or title until they announce a game. That will mm. probably be how they announce all this stuff. Um, just because Sony have got so many studios as well, the last thing they need to do is is announce a new studio. They're not in the same position that Xbox was two years ago when they started acquiring people and put together um, the what is it the initiative um, mm-hmm. where they you know they announced that studio really early on, which again I think was kind of to a downside for them because it led to people just constantly wanting to know what they were working on for years when. You know, it's still very early days with Perfect Dark, I'm sure. Uh, so, so if they'd announced the studio by now, people would be waiting even more than they already are for whatever they're working on. Whereas, because they haven't announced it, it keeps it kind of on the down low for the majority of people. So, that's true. Justin, what were you yeah. gonna say? Oh no, I was just gonna say like, yeah, it's interesting because like, you know, the first time we heard about this was like, I think it was 2018, right? So it's mm-hmm. been like almost three yeah. years now. These like Damn. rumors have been going on, like every once in a while, like something new, uh, you know, kind of surfaces. Um, and yeah, this once again is just more, uh, you know, adding on to that. Um, now we, I guess, this is kind of like a clarification that they're working on an existing franchise, which is good, good to see. Um, I don't know, like, if it's an existing Sony franchise, right, and it's, like, an action-adventure game, like, they're, they're really, like, I don't know, there's not that many, like, uh, properties then, right? Like, it really narrows it down if it's an existing franchise. I don't know. I'm just wondering, like, what it could possibly be. Right? I mean, but, based on that description, it does sound like Uncharted, and if they're, yeah, like... Yeah, I know, I mean, we've, like, yeah, we've been saying that for a long time. My like, main assumption is that the studio's role is to expand on franchises that the creators don't exactly want to, you know 
Great. do more installments because games nowadays take years. So like if they have other ideas and other ventures they yeah. want to pursue, this allows them to still retain the sales that Uncharted could generate for Sony, but not at the expense of you know limiting Naughty Dog creatively. Right, um, which makes sense because yeah. we've yeah, like we've like Naughty Dog's made uh, four Uncharted games plus the Lost Legacy. You know, it, like we can see them move on to something else, which is like yeah, you know, totally what I want to see because you know they've been making Uncharted for like ten years. Um, and then, you know, now two Last of Us games. Um, so I definitely want to see something new from them on the PS5, right? And yeah, but we know like Uncharted is such a huge system seller for Sony, right? Such a big IP. Um, they definitely wouldn't want to waste that. So I think, you know, the new studio, um, if they end up making Uncharted, I don't know. Like, um, it's kind of like a double feeling for me, right? Obviously, because... Uh, I love Uncharted, and if they did announce a new game, I'd be, like, super excited, right? But at the same time, uh, I don't know. I don't know if I trust, like, another studio <laughs> to make an Uncharted game. We'll I think see. for me, it's, like, comfort food, right? Like, it's obviously something that we care about, and, you know, we know we're going to enjoy. Yeah. Story-wise, I'm not exactly, like, needing another installment. I feel completely closed off with Uncharted right now, where I feel like where they left it is in such a good place that, like... They don't really need to ever touch it again. I could see that they would want to just because, you know, it is such a fun franchise and, you know, loads of people love Uncharted, obviously, because it's, you know, such an action thriller. It's kind of like one of those series like Mission Impossible where you keep getting installment after installment because it's just fun to watch or play in this case um, time and time again. Yeah, I mean... I'm not, like, one of the people that will exactly hate on this, obviously, because, you know, I'm going to obviously wait for it to, you know, be announced and see how, you know, it looks and what kind of direction they're taking it in. You know, I don't exactly need another installment of Uncharted, but at the same time, I'm not going to knock it before I see it. So I'm kind of in the middle at the moment, and yeah. Mm-hmm. I think we're all in agreement as well that we want to see Naughty Dog do a new IP, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. yeah. I know there's like some people that want part three from Last of Us, but Bro, I definitely want to see gonna that. Do, they're going to do. They're not going to do, do, do a new IP. They're going to do a new IP, and then they're going to close it off with Last of Us Part Three. Bro, yeah, that's what they're going to do. I wouldn't be surprised, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or like they'll do factions multiplayer first, right? And then I don't, I don't even know. We'll see. Yeah, yeah I think it's going to go like factions to their new IP, IP to part three. three. I think we're going to get a part three, but I they definitely need to do a new IP because yeah. they've done a new IP every single generation except for the PS4 right. generation, obviously. It's just yeah. games are taking longer to create nowadays, so you know they can't make three big games like they used to on the PS3, or actually four big games they on the PS3, four. yeah. yeah. Like, you can't do that nowadays because games are becoming more expensive to make and you need more manpower. It's like teams are getting into the hundreds to even thousands in the case of, like, Red Dead. It's just crazy. So, yeah, it's, like, if I think about, you know, Naughty Dog's going to take the next, you know, what, four to five years to work on another game. Hopefully not that long, but most likely it will be. I'd want to see what they could do with the new IP. Um, I was kind of like, we were talking about this in the Discord as well, like, whatever they do next, they have, like, a lot, like, they have heavy expectations, because, like, every single franchise they've made so far is really iconic, if you think about it, like, obviously Crash is super iconic, so is Jack and Daxter, so is Enchartered, so is Last of Us, like, they haven't really made a bad franchise, so they have, like, definitely, you know, big expectations for whatever they do next, I think they'll obviously hit it, just because no matter what Naughty Dog tends to do, even though Part 2 was very divisive for, you know, a decent amount of people I, like i hate the assumption that a lot of people don't like part two because you know it definitely seems like a 
vocal minority more than anything yeah. but yeah. um they still strongly had a direction for that game so yeah i'm just looking forward to seeing whatever they do next because whatever they do they tend to not obviously just make a safe product <laughs> at least like at least it's going to be something that's you know hopefully worth telling so yeah we'll see about that anyways i guess speaking on the studio as a whole and just you know sony then charter movie you know Got delayed once again. And the funny part is, this is the first delay, I believe, that's happened since it actually finished. So, this movie will no doubt come out because they did finish filming, right? But, you know, obviously due to the times we're in, vaccines aren't currently being rolled out too fast. By the time this movie was slated to come out, which is June, most likely the sales wouldn't have been, you know, that strong, obviously. This year is still kind of rough in terms of cinema, um, at least physically, because, you know, a lot of people are still, you know, staying at home. Um... Yeah, the movie's been delayed till February 2022. I think this is a lot safer of a date if you're looking at, you know, making profit for people that are going to be buying the movie and seeing it physically of friends, because I feel like we'll be in a lot better place, hopefully, next time, you know, in February this year, or next year. Um, still, once again, it's funny to laugh that this movie yet again got delayed, because <laughs> Twitter is just ripping it apart, even though this one actually does make sense, given COVID. But yeah, once again, Uncharted movie's been delayed. So, what did you guys think about this? Did you have any thoughts or anything you want to hit on? Didn't surprise me at all. The thing is is that I I think we expected it. Like, most films that are going to release, like, from now until, I'd say probably, like, you're looking more towards September of this year, they're all going to get pushed back just because even with all this stuff about, like, vaccines coming out and obviously, you know, trying to get the world back to a normal place, it's still going to hit films and major franchises hard. So, they're not going to release films in this time. Like, maybe if it's towards the like the last three months of the year, maybe. But given that it's release day, I, I don't think it... I think it was the right move, and it definitely didn't surprise me. Like, I kind of expected it, because, I mean, at the end of the day, it is Sony. They are going to want to make a profit on turning yeah. this into a franchise. So, you know, it is, it's pr- completely expected. So hopefully by the time, you know, it comes out, you know, it will do well. We'll probably end up with a, a sequel that will probably take 20 years to make, and Tom Holland will probably be in his 40s. But yeah, um, didn't surprise me. Hey man, when Tom Holland does a sequel for the movie, he'll always be as old as Nolan North is now. So <laughs> we'll get a proper yeah. Uncharted movie with Drake's fortune. <laughs> yeah. Right. Anything? Yeah, it's not too. It's not surprising. I, yeah, I was just gonna say, like, just adding what, off of what Dan said, it's not surprising at all. You know, at the end of the day, you know, Sony wants to make money with this movie. Um, Uncharted is a big name for gaming, obviously, and if you're making a movie out of that, um, you know, you want to make a good amount of money. Uh, cinemas aren't open, or like, you know, they're not doing too well right now, I guess, right? Um, so yeah, pushing it back makes sense. Um, and yeah, once again, like, I think. Especially because it's Tom Holland, you know, he's a pretty, like, you know, popular actor, too. That'll attract a lot of people as well, so yeah. makes sense to delay it. Yeah, I, I mean, honestly, yeah. like, I wouldn't be surprised if it doesn't even come out then, because, like... <laughs> oh, Mr. Like, no, because the, the thing is, right, like, even if this time next year, like, everything's sorted, so many people are still not wanna go, gonna go to the cinema... Just because people are, like, scared of that kind of thing. And rightfully so. People want to be careful. So, like, I wouldn't be surprised if, even when films do come out at the end of the year, beginning of next year, they don't do too well. And that may end up with them going, oh, actually, maybe we should delay it a little bit more just by a few months. Just to (laughs) make sure. They're like... They're People like, yeah, it's a, Uncharted, Uncharted's a summer title, you know, let's just delay it to the summer. <laughs> I will say February does feel weird for such a movie like that. Yeah. 
So I totally could see them delaying it eventually until summer next year. Yeah. And I, I mean, the yeah, thing, it, like, it's a kind of different situation, but, like, even when they released Tenet, like, over here, uh, there were a lot more places that were open and you, you could freely go around and it mm. felt kind of normal. And even then, when I went to see Tenet on, like, opening weekend, nobody was there. So, exactly. <laughs> like, because everyone was just didn't want to go out to risk seeing a film. Like, it's just not worth yeah. it. So, like, if you, can't, if you can't get people to see a film that, like, such a big name isn't Christopher Nolan directing, there was no chance at all that this film, like, was going to release the state it is. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So, I mean, we'll see. Like, I hope it comes out then, but I wouldn't be surprised if it, if yeah. it gets another delay. Just just don't do a No Time to Die and just keep on getting delayed to the point where it's a joke. <laughs> I, don't want, I don't want it like that. <laughs> I think there was also, like, an article that came out, I don't know, within the last few weeks. It was, like, Jim Ryan talking about they had, like, a few shows and a few movies from PlayStation Studios, you know, in development. Obviously, we know the Last of Us HBO show is a thing that's happening. Um, yeah, it just seems like PlayStation's definitely taking an initiative to expand their IPs to other mediums. Just sucks that the film industry, obviously, right now is hit so hard because it is one of those mediums where generally it's consumed with, you know the presence of other people around you in cinemas with gaming obviously you could just be in your personal house just you know enjoying it by yourself not to say you can't do that with movies obviously you can stream them or you know generally just watch you know blu-rays in your house but there is that big presence of the box office obviously that is lost due to the pandemic right now so sad to see but just kind of is what it is right now in the world that we live in so smart move by sony if that movie wants to succeed and yeah, just honestly the reality of the situation. Anyways, I guess third story talking about Naughty Dog and Uncharted or whatever their IPs are. Yeah, there was a concept art that was released, I want to say a few weeks ago to possibly a few months ago. Um, this concept art was looking like really fantasy-like, um, similar to like what Game of Thrones and Assassin's Creed Valhalla's kind of um, goes for Vikings, or not, I guess Game of Thrones in this case, but just that fantasy aspect, right? Um, essentially, this concept art was, you know, posted online, and the description was something like, you know, inspired by a new game, you know what it is, very cryptic, and of course the internet took that as, you know, possibly a new game. Even I originally saw that and thought that they were talking about a new game. Um, but yeah, ultimately, obviously, given the project's current state, they wouldn't be allowed to post something like this. Eventually, it was revealed that this concept artist was actually talking about Assassin's Creed Valhalla, and was just inspired by that to create this artwork piece. Uh, nonetheless, yeah, they said that, um, did they comment on the game as a whole that Naughty Dog's making? They just said that it doesn't pertain to what they're currently working on, right? They didn't rule out fantasy, did they? They didn't rule anything out. They were just yeah. like, yeah, this isn't to do with us. Like, this yeah, is exactly. his own personal art, which makes sense. Like, it's very rare that stuff gets posted so early on and it ends up actually being to do with the game. That being said, I'd love to see them tackle something like this. Especially because I feel like with Last of Us, they did, especially the second one, they did such a great job of like the melee hand to hand combat. Mm -hmm. Like it's so fluid and like satisfying. So if they were to expand that into like a fantasy game with like swords and shields and stuff, I think that could be really cool. We we're kind of having a discussion on Discord about this. I guess I would ask all of you would you rather see Naughty Dog take on fantasy or sci fi? Because I know those are kind of been the two genres. Mainly sci fi has been thrown around. Obviously, because like things like Savage yeah. Starlight found in Last of Us, and just you know Naughty Dog's interest in space during like the early decade of this year or this decade, you know, with SpaceX launches and all that, um, kind of like an early you know rumor before even Uncharted Four was announced, really. But yeah, 
what are your guys' thoughts? Would you rather see them take on fantasy or sci-fi if they were going to go in one of those directions? I think if you asked me before, like, I think mm-hmm. I remember back then, like, I remember those when those rumors, like, um, first came out. Like, I remember when Neil Druckmann was talking about how they were, like, playing around with the fantasy or sci-fi game, like, before they took on Uncharted 4, I think. Um like back then, I would have definitely um, wanted sci-fi because you know I th- I think I think that's up more kind of more up my alley like you know the space uh, or sci-fi whatever because um, I don't know I was never really a big fantasy type of guy you know I don't, I've never really been invested into those kinds of worlds um, but yeah I don't know if it's like a sci-fi thing with like all kinds of aliens and stuff and like I don't know like I, when I think about sci-fi I just think about like Mass Effect and I, I, don't, I don't really want Naughty Dog to do something like that. I don't know why. Um, but yeah, I think, like, just with the games they've been making recently, um, I think I think fantasy would be quite cool just because, you know, it's completely different from, you know, anything they've worked on. Like, Uncharted, Last of Us, like, completely different. Um, if it's fantasy, you know, as Charlie said, we might see, um, like, a lot of hand-to-hand combat with, like, swords and stuff, which I think is great because um, people tend to sleep on, like, gameplay for uh, Naughty Dog games for some reason. I don't know why. I think gameplay in Naughty Dog games have been great for, you know, like, all their games. Uh, especially, like, Last of Us 2, like, um, once again, as Charlie said, the, like, the, all the combat and everything was just so fluid. And, yeah, I think, um, you know, if they kind of head into a different direction with the gameplay they've been doing in the past, uh, it could be quite cool, because, you know, we've seen, like, other studios, they take on different projects, uh, you know, with different, um, different kinds of gameplay like Gorilla you know Gorilla was always making first person shooters right and then they moved on to Horizon which was great so I would love to see Naughty Dog do something different you know so that's true I mean like a respawn they're always making like these FPS's and then they just made JDF on order yeah yeah exactly what about you Dan or Charlie and if you wanna yeah I I guess Charlie yeah yeah so like I'd like to see them do fantasy more than sci-fi mainly because I feel like there's just there's like there's more room for fantasy than there is science fiction. Like I, f- I feel like you you think science fiction, you automatically just go all oh, space. And there's so many games that have tackled that. I don't really want that, um, especially because a lot of the time science fiction you could just put like Star Wars or Star Trek in it and it works. And there's so many of those kind of things out there now. Um, I don't want more of that. And honestly, when it, whenever I think like Naughty Dog Fantasy. I kept kept thinking back to like the leaked Sucker Punch demo for that prophecy game that came out like a few months like last year sometime. Yeah, it was like last July, which was like a cool looking fantasy open world style game, which is what they were working on before Ghost of Tsushima. And like that looked really cool. And I'd love to see them do something in that kind of style. Um with their level of detail and, and fluidity with animations and combat and stuff like i think that could be really cool so yeah dan yeah pretty much the same i think with with, with naughty dog i think fancy would probably suit them i think just because like you guys said with the like with the combat they've already got something that they can work off in terms of obviously making that like a lot more enriching and putting a lot more into that and then i think from there making a fantasy game would probably be a lot easier um sci-fi i think I don't know. It depends on how grounded they want to keep the sci-fi elements. If they kept it f- like 
more grounded, say, like, something, I don't know, like, Blade Runner, then I think it could probably work. But, like you say, if they tried to do, like, sci-fi like Star Wars or Star Trek, I don't know particularly, it would... I don't know what how they'd be able to make something like that and make it stand out. So, yeah, I'd probably heading more towards fantasy, but with me, for what Naughty Dog have done, you know, they've, they've made some absolutely brilliant games, so regardless of what they do or, like, what genre it is they take on, I'll be interested in it, what, whatever it is, but... If I had to pick one, it would probably be like fantasy. I think that's probably because there's more that they can get out of that. I think Charlie made a good point. Like a lot of people assume like Star Trek and Star Wars whenever sci-fi is mentioned, but I mean you can take sci-fi in different directions. Like Half-Life is technically sci-fi, right? But it's not like in the traditional yeah. sense that you'd expect sci-fi to take yeah. the form that it does. So, yeah, I mean sci-fi could take any sort of direction. As Dan kind of also noted, it's like. That's one of the main things I was also considering is when you go in that sci-fi direction, it's also hard to have like a grounded story, kind of. Mm. I think Half-Life threads the needle pretty well with a grounded story as well as introducing like cool elements with like manipulating time and, um, you know, locations with like teleportation and all that. Um, really cool elements like that. Um, yeah, that's true. I definitely think that, you know, whatever they do next, I feel like it's going to be a linear game because they love to make those and seems like their you know motivation for making these games is to move the player right like that's been the main constant throughout at least the ps3 to ps4 generation is to you know have great characters and a linear like story they always you know experiment with like bigger locations like we saw with the western gats and lost legacy and you know the seattle downtown area but traditionally they like their you know linear games so that's why i kind of thought about genre right because i feel like we know what they're gonna do next like we know they're gonna make another linear game most likely um just have they have you know previously i don't see them making like an rpg but it's all about that next setting that they go to that interests me the most because that's you know a big unknown so only time will tell do you guys think that they'll announce their next project this year because they traditionally naughty dog loves to announce their games pretty early in advance like we were even talking about this last fall right before the game awards they have always pretty much announced their next project within the same year that they just you know released mm-hmm. their last one so i feel like you know obviously it's different like they're constantly being a different studio and you know even with things like factions still to come out like i still think it's possible that like by the end of this year we see a tease for what they work on next because naughty dog likes to have that out there for you know far in advance they love to announce their games so we'll see but what do you guys think about that do you think that's possible we see that announcement this year i think it's it's possible oh okay yeah i would say it's possible no i was gonna say like it's possible um but at the same time like i know because like like they're still working on factions, right? And like that still has to get announced. That still has to come do you out. Still, so, do you think the whole studio is working on that though? No, like, I don't no, think no, no. Neil Druckmann and no, all that. Would I don't be think that. On yeah, 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 I agree with that. I agree with that. And especially like I don't know if this has, like if this means anything, but whenever they do like job listings or whatever, um, they always have like these things uh, for like, especially for like the like programmers and like or like uh, the scripters or whatever. Uh, they always have like temporary assignments. So I, whenever I see that, I keep thinking like that's for to wrap up like factions and then everything else is like for the next game they're working on i don't even i don't like i don't know I, that's just what it comes to mind when i see that but um yeah i think like if we get factions at like you know sometime this year hopefully earlier right but um it's possible that we might get a small tease at the end of the year like i don't think it would be like anything crazy kind of like 
kind of like that Uncharted Four, like the initial tease, you know, like the yeah. like the when it wasn't even called Uncharted Four. Um, we might see something like that maybe. Um, but yeah, like as Charlie said, Charlie said, I think it could be next year too, just because you know with everything going on, um, and they you know they still have factions, it could very well like lead into next year, especially because it is a new IP. Yeah, you might need a bit more time with that. So, um, I'm not expecting it to you know like. Like I think, like if when this game does eventually come out, like new IP, it won't be like for a few years, like twenty twenty three, twenty twenty four, the earliest, right? So, um, yeah, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. But yeah, I, I mean, that'd be pretty cool seeing a new IP already. Cause I feel like, you know, I feel like Last of Us Two, like even though it was half a year ago, it doesn't, it hasn't felt that long, right? Like I don't know. It's still yeah, like that's true. fresh in my mind, really. So. Yeah. They also start. They generally start pre production on their next project. You know decently well in advance before finishing their last one like that's true i'm yeah. not sure how much you know I'm, I'm, i'd guess like at least they had like maybe the last few months of development obviously on last of part two um you know focused on you know prototyping and brainstorming for their next project so i no doubt believe that they'll probably at least like at least maybe like a year into you know brainstorming at least what this next world will be um yeah i guess dan what about you what did you think um, I don't know. I mean, I've probably think if it's like they've got to obviously announce factions and get that over and done with first, which like, has to be soon. Announcing that beforehand, but yeah, which got to be soon, sooner rather than later. But um, in terms of announcing it, I I just don't know because with how weird these past two years have been, and obviously with the whole fiasco about you know when they showed off the Last of Us Part Two, it was like in 2016, and then. We only just got the game last year, and then obviously there was this whole thing about the game just constantly getting delayed. So part of me thinks whether they've learned the lesson from that, but at the same time, I don't really know. If I had to make a prediction, I would probably say more likely for it to be next year, just because I think, given all of what's happened at the world at the moment with with coronavirus and like social distancing and all that, and the fact the whole thing with factions as well, I don't know. I just don't have a feeling that it's gonna get announced this year. I think it's. I think it's just probably a bit too soon for that. I probably yeah. think it's going to happen next year. I think COVID's probably like the main one because I feel like it's a lot harder to be on the same page over like a direction for the next project yeah. and brainstorming when you're not all in the same room writing things down. Like writing things down. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's e- like I don't know like I feel like it's easier to obviously to like say oh like create this level right and do this on your own or do something like that. But like in terms of like the creativity of being together in like an office like that's obviously something you lose during these times. So yeah, that's interesting. I also think there's like an element with you know, Sony already having so much announced that they don't, they don't need to announce it right now. Like, yeah. they even have that new studio working on whatever they're doing, um, which we assume is another Uncharted game. And then, you know, more after that, I'm sure. But, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, like... Anyways, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll quickly say, like, I, I think it's next year mainly because I don't think they've worked on the project for that long. Like, unlike their previous projects, I would doubt that this was in pre-production before Part 2 came out. Especially because a lot of the crunch and stuff that was going on, I just don't think they had people working on anything other than Well, I was saying, like, creativity. Like, Neil Druckmann obviously writes down what he's doing, right? People probably had ideas, but, like, I, I don't think it was much more than that. Like, if you look back to when Last of Us was revealed, that was, like, December 2011, so just after Uncharted 3 but they had been working on that for a while because it was yeah. a separate, smaller team. Same with Uncharted 4. They they had Amy and a couple other people writing up stuff before that got announced. 
Um, and then obviously part two, when they announced that super early, but all that stuff they showed had been recorded like a year or two later. Mm -hmm. So that stuff was just, they hadn't even really started work on part two at that point. It was just, Hey, we're going to do stuff on it. Here's some things to hold you over. So because it's a new IP, I, I don't think we see it soon. Like I'd say probably like summer next year if an E three type thing even exists by then. <laughs> like my I feel main thing like is that, also like that's... I don't even think I want to see it because I feel like Naughty Dog tends to announce their games too early. Yeah, like there's always two like their speculation like phases of when you've seen like the initial like announcement trailer and when they show something next is always like pretty long. I don't know. Like I feel like they always announce their games a bit too early. Um, it's nice to know what they're working on, but at the same time you kind of lose that trade off, right? That Mm. you are frustrated because they showed it too early like part two i definitely felt that um that was announced what fall of 2016 and didn't come out until 2020 it's crazy but yeah any other thoughts that you guys want to add before we move on i think it was good that's everything yeah yeah Yeah. anyways to switch gears we're going to talk about xbox so this is actually a new story that broke literally i want to say two hours ago like just before we started recording this um, ex- essentially what this comes down to is Xbox is trying to incentivize current people that are subscribed to Xbox Live to move over to Game Pass. Um, mainly that's what it is. So essentially what's going down is that Xbox is doubling the price for Xbox Live from $60 to $120 per year. Um, yeah. Charlie, I think you know a bit more about this because you were talking about this in the comment section about yeah. how it's not exactly how it's being represented online in terms of, like, titles. So I guess I'll let you introduce this topic. Yeah, because, like, The Verge's article is kind of worded very weird. So, like, it's not the best one to read. But basically how it how it seems to be is that they'd already discontinued yearly subscriptions for gold um, to try and get people to buy into Game Pass Ultimate, which gives you gold and Game Pass and streaming and that kind of thing. Um, so with this price increase, it's basically becoming almost the same price as Game Pass Ultimate. So for like an entire year of just gold, it's $120 because you have to buy two six months. Um, and that whereas Game Pass Ultimate... Uh, I believe is about $150 because £140 over here. Uh, So you're only spending like $40 more, yet you get all these free games and all all the new games that are exclusive to the console, as well as, you know, streaming on your phone or tablet, that kind of thing. So it's a really good value for money if you're looking at the increase in price. But... (laughs) It's also really scummy if you don't want that stuff and just want online because you're having to pay double for what you already pay. Unless you're subscribed. They've said if you're already subscribed, the price increase doesn't matter. You get it for the same price. Um, but if you cancel that and try to resub, you're going to end up spending double the amount, which is crazy. Um, especially when you know PS Plus is still, what, $60 for a year. I mean, it's just insane awesome. that we all have to pay for online in general, right? Like, it's crazy that, like, essentially what it comes down to is if you want just online, like, you got to pay such a high amount just to have access to the internet on the box, which is crazy. Yeah. yeah. Especially as well, like, uh, we were talking just before we started recording, but, like, if you want to play free-to-play games on Xbox, you have to have gold, whereas on PlayStation, you don't need PS Plus. You can play those for free. Even on but Nintendo, now, say, you don't need it. 
Yeah, so yeah, even on Nintendo for the free to play games. But if you want to play, say, Warzone on Xbox, you're now going to have to spend $120 a year just to play that, which is a free to play game that you can play for free without online anywhere else. So, yeah. It's definitely a big decision factor when deciding what platform to choose for like the casual audience because there's a lot of people I know that personally pick up like two to three games a year and if you're paying like essentially what the cost would be for two games yeah you do get Xbox Game Pass which you know gives you access to so many games but a lot of people at least that I deal with like in retail right because obviously I work in retail um, I see a lot of people that just traditionally buy Call of Duty right they want to play with their friends maybe they'll pick up 2k as well and that's what they are like you know essentially play every year right so it's like if you're on Xbox, you're essentially paying $120 for, you know, the ability to play with your friends online, as well as the cost of those two games. So it's like you're essentially coming down to like 250 or so, 240 to just pay, you know, for two games essentially with your friends, which is wild. But yeah, like two years of that, and you have a new console, like the same price. It's wild. Justin, Dan, you have any thoughts on this at all? Uh, scummy. Yeah, <laughs> it just makes me happy I don't own an Xbox. <laughs> yeah, I was even saying like I've you know I have a PC right, so all their exclusives are now coming to PC via Game Pass as well as just you know to Windows mm-hmm. 10 and often Steam now as well. So I was like, there's not really a need for me to pick a net up an Xbox, but I've you know entertained the idea. Ultimately, I've always come to the conclusion that I can just get all these games on my PC. But now like knowing that if I want to play online, I'd have to, you know, commit to Game Pass as well for their ultimate $15 a month. Because right now I just use the base, you know, PC plan. It's just kind of like, yeah, I don't know. It just doesn't seem like a good value for me personally, um, since I do have a PC. Yeah, it's just very case in point. As Charlie said, like, the value, if you look at it from what you gain, you do gain a lot, right? But at the same time, for the people that just want online, you know, the numbers do strike hard that you're paying so much just to pay for, you know, a free-to-play multiplayer game, so, yeah. Right. Yeah. As Dan said, scummy, but, you know, at the same time, from a business standpoint, it is pretty smart, right? Because, um, once again, like, I, I do have friends that are in that in that boat where they only buy, like, two games a year. Um, you know, I have friends on Xbox who only, who only play Warzone or, like, and buy the new Call of Duty that comes out. So, um, yeah, they're in that boat where now they're basically... Um, the better case is to, you know, uh, subscribe to Game Pass Ultimate and, you know, get get all that included, right? But, yeah, I mean, I don't, <laughs> I, I've, I don't have an Xbox. Um, don't think I'd ever get one anytime, anytime in the, in the future, right? Because, you know, I have my PC as well. It's not the best, but you know, it's, it's doable. I can play. Um, if there's anything on Xbox that I do want to play, I can play it on PC. So, yeah. Um, that's pretty much my thoughts. I feel like a lot of the bad outcomes of this move would just be simply moved, you know, or removed in general as if they allowed free-to-play games to be played free, you know, without needing gold. I feel like a lot of the issues come down to seeing things like, oh, if you want to play Fortnite or Warzone, you got to pay $120 a year. But, you know, if they just simply made it so that these free-to-play multiplayer games would be free, that would be fine. I don't know why they aren't free because Xbox generally is looked at as like a you know, pretty progressive company that, like, listens to the demands and needs of, like, you know, their audience, right, essentially. But yet this move still feels outdated and old and just annoying. I guess what it comes down to is they see the numbers, right? Like, they see how many people are subscribing to this and giving them $60 a year. And they're like, oh, if we don't make Fortnite and Warzone on that list, we'll probably lose a lot of subs, which they most likely will, right? But, yeah, ultimately I feel like 
it makes sense as justin said you know you want to have kind of these things under one roof right i feel like a lot of people are confused when they see game pass as well as they see xbox live like even with people that i deal with at work like a lot of people end up buying the wrong thing same thing with plus and now with the playstation side um yeah i can see what issue they're trying to solve but at the same time it's just wasn't the best move in my opinion at least they still got some issues to deal with so yeah anyone have any clothing thoughts or remarks before we move on no, I don't think I'm all nope. good. Not good. Anyways, our last news story before we talk about all the Resident Evil goodness we got this week comes in the form of Play Dead. I guess, at least for me personally, I'm really looking forward to seeing what they do next. And we've had these kind of like vague teasers, right, in terms of what they're working on. But due to just recent job listings that they had on their website, we actually know more concretely what they're working on. Um, first of all, there's some more screenshots over here of what they're working on. I'll probably put them on the video right now if you're watching on YouTube. Essentially, um, the description reads that it's going to be a third-person sci-fi game set in a remote corner of the universe. The main takeaway here is the third-person aspect, because obviously Limbo and um, Inside, which is what the studio is known for, um, two very similar games, I guess, you know, Inside um, has kind of evolved, you know, an evolution of what Limbo was, um, but pretty similar in terms of the side-scroller aspect. This is going to be a third-person game, right? So. Ultimately, it seems like they're pushing into a new genre where it's not going to be as limiting as Limbo and Inside once was. The screenshots they put, you know, doesn't exactly give you too much information, right? Mainly gives you information on the setting and kind of the, you know, I guess, vibe that they're trying to go for. But obviously, we won't really know how this game plays until we see it in action and how you actually move the, the character, right? So... Yeah, nonetheless, I really hope this game comes out sometime soon, just because I've been waiting since Inside for their next project. I feel like they're, I want to say underrated, but I definitely feel like, you know, when people are looking at, you know, the future of what they're looking forward to, a lot of times Play Dead isn't mentioned. I've been mentioning them for years in terms of when they're going to announce their next project officially and showcase more off. Um, I've been wrong every single time, because I feel like I've predicted this game to come out in 2020, and ultimately it hasn't even been announced yet, so... I guess, what are your guys' thoughts on this? Are you looking forward to this? What did you think about, you know, it kind of evolving from a side-scroller to a third-person game? I mean, I'm just excited to see, like... Once again, I just like it. I, I just like to see when, um, when developers, you know, try and take on new projects that they're not necessarily, like, uh, known for. So, once again, this is kind of, like, uh, out of their area of expertise, you know? They've, once again, like, uh, Limbo and Inside both side scrollers as you said uh this is a third person game so quite different from the past uh few projects that they've made um and yeah i'm interested uh yeah interested to see more have you guys all played inside yeah i've played yeah. both yeah limbo and inside um i'm excited to see what they do with it i'm not like dying for this game because we probably won't see it for like another two years if they're on the same track record as they were with limbo and inside there was a six year gap between the two and if this is you know it's third person so it's a lot different to, to their yeah. past two games so i would imagine there's going to be an even bigger gap potentially um interestingly this technically isn't new news um they, they did actually say it would be a third person sci-fi game like 2018 but oh really? It's, yeah, I I was looking online and yes, it was. Uh, I know the screenshots so. were old. At least a few of them. I feel like some of them were new. The job listing posted a few more of the screenshots. Yeah, so but, basically, um, the yeah. 
Playdead's founder did an interview with a Danish site a few few years ago, and he was basically saying that there's a lot of limitations in 2D, um, and so that the game would be a lot more open, um, and that it would become a third-person game with much larger areas. So it's already been a thing, but I guess it never really got picked up on that much. So it's kind of... <laughs> it, all these job listings have gone up, and people have gone, oh, wait, actually, it is third-person. So It's weird, because I remember tweeting about next project i believe it was like a year ago right and then someone replied to me saying they actually did like showcase some screenshots um yeah they've shown on their website before, yeah. they've shown off i think four but they definitely i think added a few more recently at least because some of these ones i haven't at least seen yet when i checked last time it's also worth noting that epic games is going to be publishing this and they are using the unreal engine um i'm not sure what inside and limbo were on i want to say they weren't using unreal but i could be wrong i don't think they were yeah, I don't think they were using Unreal. And then as well as they're currently, you know, Playdead themselves are currently up to 50 um, employees strong at the moment, which is definitely bigger than Inside. I think they were definitely a lot smaller than that for those projects. Uh, yeah, i just looking forward to seeing this. Hopefully we'll see some gameplay soon because I definitely, you know, even though the game might be off like a year or two, right? I definitely think hopefully we'll be due for some gameplay soon, so... Yeah, definitely looking forward to that game and hope it's good, you know. Anyone have any closing thoughts before we move on? Uh, no, I'm excited for it. I mean, I really liked Inside. Uh, I never got the chance to play Limbo, um, but I was always wanted to, which is why I got into Inside. I thought it was a really good game. I really enjoyed it. Like, I'm not usually a fan of side-scrollers, but I really enjoyed that one. So, you know, the fact they're doing something different, you know, third-person open world, I'm definitely curious for it, but... Like we said, I don't think it's going to be coming out for another two years at least, just like you say, given the track record, and then you put the COVID into it as well. So I probably don't think it will come out till like 2023. So I'm excited for it, but I'm not going to be like over the moon yet because we haven't properly seen anything concrete of the game yet, and it's still going to be a while off anyway. Yeah. I definitely want to replay Inside. I've been wanting to replay it for like the last, I want to say, month. So wouldn't be surprised if like come next week i've already replayed it so we'll see about that anyways i guess our last bit of news comes in the form of resident evil we obviously waited to record this episode because of this showcase and yeah we got quite a bit of news um i guess our main takeaways at least mine i you know i always said that like keep your expectations low right because we don't know what this was gonna exactly hold because they haven't done anything like this and yeah, lo and behold, it wasn't exactly anything too revealing. It mainly focused on just village and then as well as some online components. The other updates mainly came into weird times with like the Division 2. I guess we'll just list off everything. So first of all, Resident Evil Village did get announced for last-gen consoles. Previously, it was just announced for PS5, Xbox Series X, and S, as well as PC. They announced that they did end up making a PS4 and Xbox One version, so that's also coming day and date with you know the current-gen versions. They got a release date for May 7th, which is a lot sooner than I think we all thought. We knew that this game was essentially most likely going to be first half, but I think all our predictions were like June or later. So May is definitely going to be one busy month, especially if Ratchet turns out to be May as well. So yeah, looking forward to that. Um, Main thing came in terms of the demo. So me and Charlie have actually played it and we'll talk about our thoughts after this. But yeah, there's currently a 15, 20 minute demo that kind of mainly introduces you to the world that this game is going to take place in. 
the gameplay won't be that you know similar to what you find you're not even playing you know as ethan in the demo but um it introduces you into this world which you know if you have a ps5 definitely go check it out um alongside this you know there was that little multiplayer sliver that they've been kind of hiring or not hiring but kind of recruiting for a play test that's going to be next week they officially announced this uh, as essentially what resistance was to resident Evil 3 is going to be um what this is for village right so this is going to be kind of like a tdm resident evil multiplayer game that incorporates a lot of the resident evil games like you have seven in there you have two you have three um you can play as like all these different characters that are iconic throughout the franchise um in different locations it's called reverse and that's going to be day and date with village as well um so that was announced there as well uh, as well as they also showed off a animated um, Netflix film that they already previously announced, but just, just gave an update on that, which is, I believe, due for summer of 2021. Um, yeah, so that was it for the main showcase. There was a leak that came out earlier today that talks about Resi 4 Remake. Um, I find this notable because, you know, I personally thought we'd see something, maybe, you know, another game in the series that would be you know, teased by them here that, you know, could be the Resident 4 VR game or the remake. I thought the remake might have been a bit too soon because, you know, I always assumed that was going to be 2023 or 2022, um, but it didn't make, you know, any showcase, obviously, you know, yesterday. Um, and for actually VGC reported on this, Video Game Chronicles reported that essentially that this game is kind of having development issues. So the studio that worked on the Resident Evil 3 remake were originally, you know, taking on this project and Capcom have been kind of, you know, having conflicting views with them. Essentially, them in the main studio that works on a lot of the Resident Evil games were having conflicting views. Resident Evil 3, um, the developer there, they wanted to keep it more one-to-one because of the backlash they received for the Resident Evil 3 remake. Obviously, that cut a lot of content out and it also changed a bit, you know, of, you know, what that original game was. So, you know, the studio obviously wanted to make the next project, Resi 4 Remake, a bit more one-to-one. Um, but Capcom and the main studio that works on Resident Evil wanted to, to still be a bit different, right? So ultimately, they're taking a bit, you know, of a smaller role in this project in favor of this, um, you know, the main group that's going to be working on this. I forgot their name. I believe it's the people that are working on 8, but I could be wrong. Um, essentially, yeah, just Resi 4 Remake is going to be a bit a ways as they're kind of rebooting the project yet again. So a lot of Resident Evil news this week. Uh, I guess what are your guys' thoughts on all this, you know, strictly on Village, I guess. And then if you want to talk about Reverse or anything else, have at it. Okay, sure. Um, okay, first, the release date, um, you know, earlier than what we all expected. I remember, mm -hmm. I think you guys said June and I said July. So, hey, yeah. I mean, that's cool. May 7th, that's... Uh, you know, like a whole month or, or at least a month earlier than what we all expected. Um, and yeah, you know, like May is uh, basically when my summer starts. So, you know, uh, I'll be chilling at home uh, and that should be a cool game to play. I do have to finish 7 though because I started it and I didn't get around to finishing it. Um, and which is uh, which is good now because like now um, I think it's it was part of the PS Plus collection, right? So, yep. um I think I'll, because I started on PC and never finished it, so I think I'll just download it on my PS5 and play it there, because I prefer playing on PS5. Um, the fact that Village is coming to PS4 and Xbox One, it, um, I don't know, like, I don't, I'm not disappointed or anything, I'm not too disappointed, right? Like, um, I know some people, obviously, like, for those who do have next-gen, I guess if you want to call it next-gen, next-gen consoles, um, I guess a few, some people are disappointed that 
they like they think the game might be held back since it has to you know work on PS4 and Xbox One. Um, I don't really care too much about that. I think you know the game will be fine on uh, next gen consoles anyways. Um, I didn't get to play the demo yet. I do want to try that this week, so I'll probably get around to doing that this weekend. Uh, in terms of the multiplayer, uh, the reverse thing they announced, um, it looked kind of weird. I don't really care too much for that, you know. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. I didn't even play the, what was it, the multiplayer that came with? Uh, Resistance, yeah. Yeah, Resistance, yeah. I, and so, yeah, I don't really care too much about that. Uh, the animated Netflix, was it show or film? I don't, I don't even remember. It's a film. It's yeah. a film, yeah. 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 I think we've oh, always okay. been, like, all three of us have been thinking it's a show right but it's right, actually right. a film okay so yeah um it's yeah i'll check that out because you know it, it i have netflix right so why not check it out um in terms of resident evil 4 uh i mean i wasn't expecting it to show up at the show um it would have been cool if it did but yeah at the same time i'm totally cool that it didn't um but yeah resident evil 4 is you know one of my favorite games of all time if i hadn't mentioned that before but so um yeah, I, I think, like, if they are having development issues, you know, just take the time necessary. Um, I just want that remake to be great because, yeah, as I said, Resident Evil 4, one of my favorite games of all time. So good. Uh, yeah, I didn't even play that until, like, a few years ago, but even though it's, like, a 15-year-old game or whatever when I played it, like, you know, I, like, I didn't even care. Like, it it held up fine. I enjoyed it. Um and yeah, like I just loved like everything about that game. So yeah, super looking for forward to the remake. And yeah, hope it's good. Yeah, I mean, I, the May seventh date is pretty cool. I like I we were saying we thought it would be June July. I guess it it means that they were probably aiming for that April release, like was leaked. So it's just you know like a week out. Um, it's also perfect timing because that's like a week after I finish all my university work. So Sorry. I will be all done with that. I'll probably be back at actual work, but, you know, I'll at least have Village to look forward to. Um, I'm a little bit disappointed that it is on PS4 and stuff, but also... Hey, hey, don't, don't, don't diss my... Like, don't diss my <laughs> stop like, I get why, and I think the reason they held off announcing it was because they probably weren't sure how many consoles would be in circulation. Like, I feel like if there was a lot more PS5s and Series Xs out there, they probably would have kept it for next-gen. But they, they probably realized, hey, if we just do it on next-gen, we're really limiting our player base because there's just not going to be that many people with these new consoles by the time we launch the game. So let's try and get it working on on previous gen that way we we still get our sales up and we can launch you know reverse on the, <laughs> the fast gen which that is not no it's bad it, lo- it looks bad like there's no other way of putting it like i don't I know would, yeah i don't know what capcom's like they just seem addicted to trying to do resident evil multiplayer and it's never worked and i don't think it will ever work like it's just not Did they not get the memo from resistance flopping super hard yeah same like umbrella core they tried they've tried it with resi 5 and 6 had multiplayer modes that sucked like they just haven't been able to do multiplayer in resident evil uh, to the point where people have looked at the screenshots and the trailer they showed and realized that to make sure multiplayer characters will fit in the maps, they have made everyone smaller. 
So if you look at screenshots of the characters, they've literally shrunk down their character models so they're like as tall as a table just so that they can like run in a corridor without having to make a new map. They can just take the maps out of Resi 2 Remake and probably Resi 3 Remake and stuff, which I think is absolutely insane. Like it just shows that they've probably rushed this game so hard. Um, I just, I don't get what they're doing. I really don't. Because, like, they could probably make a good multiplayer game if they really put effort in. But it seems like they just can't be bothered and they're trying to quickly grab pre-orders and no doubt they'll fill this with microtransactions or something. Um, like, I'll give it a try. I got a code for the beta today, so I've, I've installed that and I'll give it a go next week. It's on my birthday, so I hope it does not ruin my birthday by playing this game. <laughs> but uh, we'll we'll see. I'm still interested in in playing it, but man, I I don't think it's gonna be good. Um, the the animated film is is interesting. I haven't actually seen any of the the past animated films. I know they're meant to be pretty good. Some of the uh, like tie-in films and stuff. So I should probably watch those. But I'll I'll probably give this a watch. Um, as for the RE4 remake, it kind of doesn't surprise me that it is that far off. It's it's so dear to so many people. I personally have never played it so i, you I need, need to really right. yeah I, i've i've tried playing it a few times on ps4 and then i downloaded it on ps5 and i i couldn't get into it but i i do need to give it a go because there's definitely know, uh, there's a big curve of getting used to the the combat right because obviously you yeah. can't move and aim you gotta like commit and it feels like, really I, weird at first but once like you play for i'd say like an hour or so like you'll start to appreciate it a bit i do i do want to play it like i think i got probably like an hour in like i wasn't very far um but i do want to play it because i i really like the newer resident evils i'm not a big fan of the the original three i, I could never get into the the fixed camera perspective um but i do want to give resident evil 4 here because i know so many people that that love that game um i i do think it's interesting that it was the people who did resi 3 that wanted to try and make it more one-to-one yeah, uh, you, you'd think it would be more Capcom would intervene and go, hey, we want it to be basically the same game remade. That's what I thought, cause, because like, they saw yeah. Resi 3 and they were just like, yo, fuck off, don't exactly. do that again. <laughs> um, but I guess they're basically saying, hey, we're going to take full reins. Like, you can, you know, give us some support in programming and that kind of thing, but we're going to do most of the project because we did Resi 2 right and we did Resident Evil 7 right and Resi 8 might be good, so we're going to we're gonna make this game which is fair enough um i i do think it's interesting that like the vr game didn't get shown off at all um especially because it seems very likely that all this capcom leak stuff was very real which i mean we'd imagined it was but um obviously that was the rumored date for that was april alongside uh resi village so whether this is still early this year, I have no idea. It did say Oculus in the the like leak, so maybe Oculus will announce it at some point. I imagine uh, it's yeah. going to be like a Quest exclusive, because uh, I I I'm guessing it's just a straight port of Resi Four, but the camera is first person. Like I that's think they're what waiting I on Oculus, because if you think about the Ubisoft games, right, you feel like those would be more announced by now, because they've been seemingly in development for a decent amount of time. I don't know, it yeah. might just be something that, you know, Oculus is holding on to these games to announce on their own event or something. 
Yeah, we'll see, because, like, Oculus have only really ever done their big event in, like, September with um, Oculus Connect, which is now Facebook Connect. But So I, I don't know where they would announce it if it's still coming out early in the year, because Oculus don't tend to make many announcements outside of um, Oculus Connect. So we'll see what's going on with that game. I'm looking forward to see what they do with it, as long as it's not a Quest exclusive, because I don't own a Quest. But I imagine... That's where it will go, purely because Oculus are moving into the more Quest landscape than they are PC VR. Um, yeah. But yeah, a lot of interesting stuff that happened at the, the showcase. Dan, do you have any... Do you give your PC out? Um, no, I, I, I actually watched it today because I, I didn't get a chance to watch the live stream as it aired last night because... Uh, Unfortunately, the football took priority and stupidly <laughs> forgot about it. So I managed to watch it this like really early this morning. But um, from what I saw of it, like what they showed of um, a village looks really good. I've always been excited for that game. Um, I'm happy that, of course, it's on PS4 for idiots like me that can't get a PS5. But I won't lie, as in like it is. I guess it is also a bit disappointing because obviously I know for like you guys, obviously you want it on your console just so it. You know, you you're optimizing. You know, as much as the power you can get on the next gen systems. So, yeah, that does worry me a little bit. But again, you can understand why from a money perspective. But yeah, from what they showed of it, looks as cool as it did from when we saw it last year. So, really excited for that. Uh, the release date, like I say, I think of May, because um, I'd obviously I'd seen the video where you guys did your predictions and you were all saying like you thought it was going to be June, July. I was thinking, stupid me being a retard, saying August. So. The fact that it's May, um, better than I thought. So, you know, at least it's something to look forward to. You know, at the end of uni, if I get a PS5 by then, um, the, the the demo I can't really speak about because again, I don't own a PS5. <laughs> Just a further hit that home. Um, the 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 multiplayer. I honestly thought it was a joke when I first saw it. <laughs> I mean, I just looked at the name and I thought this can't be serious, can it? <laughs> so yeah it doesn't look good it doesn't look like my kind of thing I've never enjoyed the multiplayer for any of the Resi games so looking at this it's just no thank you I mean if I if I mean maybe if I got invited to the beta which would never happen maybe I'd do, give it a chance but it doesn't look like my kind of thing so pass on that the animated film I've never seen any of the animated films but I know people have told me they're dead good um, I might watch it if I'm bored on Netflix one of these days, we'll see. <laughs> um, and then the, the Resident Evil 4 leak, um, again, I'm happy that they're taking their time with it because, um, as with Justin, I love Res Resident Evil 4. It is one of my favourite games of all time, just like Justin said. Um, I really enjoy that game, so I am more than happy for them to take all the time they need to make that as good as it can be because obviously it's got a lot of fans, a lot of people hold it really close to their heart, so obviously they're going to want to do that game justice. And especially with how disappointed I was with Resident Evil 3's remake, um, yeah, I definitely hope that they just learned the lessons from that, from the mistakes they made, and you know they just make this game as good as it can be. Um, but yeah, we'll just have to wait till 2023 if that's how long it's going to be. But yeah, I was pretty impressed with what we saw. Um, I wasn't expecting Resi 4 to pop up, um, but you know with this supposed info that coming in two years' time, uh, yeah, it was good showcase overall enjoyed it it's definitely kept up my excitement for village and uh yeah i can't wait to play it in may right on i guess speaking of resident evil me and charlie will give our thoughts and impressions on the maiden demo real quick and then after that hitman 3 
Um, I guess I'll give my thoughts real quick here. So the main demos, you know, I feel like I said this earlier, right? It sells you more on this world of Resident Evil Village that it will be essentially you play as, I mean, as the name suggests, a maiden. You play as one of the women, right? Um, there's like some clues at what's going on in the world with um, ladies that are being denied to be, I presume, one of the sisters and um you know being accepted there's like only like two or three names you find like a note of ladies that were accepted in like a list of like eight or so that have been denied um it's pretty interesting uh gameplay wise as i said like it's mainly puzzle oriented like they even said in the showcase you can't fight or anything so you kind of just walk around pretty creepy um game runs really smooth that's one of the, my biggest takeaways as well like the camera is super smooth it's easily 60 fps and looks really good um yeah i can't i don't even know what else to say it's just like the world's really cool a uh, bit creepy but nothing too bad just sells you on this environment um i just i can't wait for this game honestly so charlie what'd you think about the demo yeah i, I thought it was a nice little like it literally is called like a visual demo and that's exactly mm -hmm. what it is like it's showing you hey this is what the game's gonna look like this is kind of the the themes and, and feel we're going for um and i i really liked it um i will say like that i was kind of mentioning this before but the standout thing for me was the audio like i mm -hmm. used the the playstation pulse headset um which i haven't used that much like i, I don't think it's like anything amazing but this game has kind of sold me on 3d audio it's really weird but i'd suggest people play it with headphones with the dynamic audio on because as soon as you press play it's really like it's really creepy um like i played with the lights off at like one in the morning so it's like the perfect time to play um but like you start off in a cell and literally you can hear like wind kind of behind you a little bit and you can hear the shackles moving to like your left um like the way they do 3d audio in that demo is really cool so i i can't wait to see how they use it in the main game um but yeah, I, I really liked it. I, I enjoyed that it was, you know, not a typical combat experience. I will say the performance, like, it is 60 FPS. There is one section where it dips a bit when you go in, like, the main room and you see all That's the lighting. Because yeah. I know the demo is, they've said ray tracing's on as well. That's um, fine. <laughs> so the fact that it even runs at, like... 4k 60 i imagine it's upscale but 4k 60 with uh ray tracing is crazy but it does dip a little bit when you're in there so hopefully they'll they'll be able to give you the option to get a solid 60 mode which i imagine they'll do um because the game in that demo ran ran pretty smooth but yeah you get a little taste for like the enemies and stuff one of them kind of attacks you um yeah. and you get like a view of the really tall one who seems to have some really weird fingernail claws like edward scissorhand yeah. style and i'm not about that like <laughs> as soon as she did that at the end of the demo i was like now nah, i'm out i'm not i'm not fighting this thing Dude, the way she walked in um, the room she was like crawling inside like i you see the videos right and everyone called her tall woman i'm like yeah she's tall but like you play the demo yeah. and like when she's right in front of you and she's like crawling Double through the door heart, yeah it's like crazy like you're like looking up at her it's like holy shit but yeah, I, I really like the 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 ideas they're going for. The the character designs look really cool. Um, I like the whole vampire witch kind of theme and werewolves. And werewolves yeah. I don't really know like what Resident Evil is anymore. Like it was zombies <laughs> and stuff, and now it was like some weird virus that 
turns families into weird stuff. I don't know. And then witches and things. So I don't really know what's up with Resident Evil anymore, but it's cool either way. Like, I, I, I'm really excited to play it now. Um, I installed 7 right after that demo, so I'm fully planning on maybe... I, I, yeah, it I'm going to replay 7 at some point, because I, I really like 7, so... Sweet. I guess we'll both talk about Hitman 3, because we're both, you know, picked it up. Um, I've played <laughs> less of it, so I'll probably get your impressions first. And yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, according to Epic, I've played about 9 hours of the game so far. Um, I've beaten the first 3... Uh, missions so the th- first three locations so you've got the dubai level which they showed quite a bit in the trailers the uh england based place which is very like agatha christie novel like uh, knives out type thing which is amazing um and then the third level which is like a nightclub in germany which is also a really cool one um it's basically just more hitman like if you've played hitman 2016 or hitman 2 it's just more of that there isn't a ton of gameplay changes it's more just refining what they already had and just making really cool levels um i will say there was a lot of problems with the the game on on launch day especially on pc because the, the website save, as well. save transfer was completely broken yeah so the the website they were meant to launch before the game came out they didn't launch until after the game came out so you had thousands of people trying to transfer their saves from steam to epic and it was just an absolute mess the the website kept crashing uh i didn't get to play the game until like nine ten o'clock at night because that was when i transferred my save um and then i even saw some people on reddit were saying they transferred their save but the website says they have but it's not appearing in game and it 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 basically meant they couldn't play because if you then went on hitman 2 you wouldn't have a save so they they'd completely lost you know hundreds of hours of hitman 2 progress in the span of five minutes which is crazy that they they let it get to that point and they should have launched it before uh, the game came out Uh, but anyway once i got in like it is it's really good um i do want to play more of the the first couple levels i have replayed um, the first two a couple times third one I, I haven't played since my first playthrough but they just they do a really good job of showing off different environments and scenarios I think as well it's like if you haven't been sold on IO doing um, a James Bond game yeah. like the first level in this literally should just go hey we're doing James Bond because it might as well be a James Bond mission like it literally yeah, starts with like is, yeah. a parachuting scene and then he walks through a curtain and he's suddenly got like a full suit on and stuff like it's literally james bond like i I loved it so much um so i can't wait to see what they they do with that because they're literally like the perfect developer for it um it's just like the scenarios you can come up with are just silly and ridiculous um and i think that's what's the best thing is the story's pretty good as well which is very surprising because most people who play Hitman, including myself, do not care about the story. But they do a pretty good job of uh, actually making the characters interesting and what, making you want to know what's what's going on. Um, I don't know how much you've played of like the second mission, Brandon, but I will say like that it's probably at the three I've played my favorite one so far. Like it's the most unique out of the three because you can just you know do your typical hitman thing and and go off and and kill the target 
but then there's yeah there's like an entire side story where you can solve a murder mystery that has happened in this house and it's literally knives out and it's it's really good uh they do a really good job of, of tackling that kind of thing and using the house with secret rooms and you know you can use that to assassinate people and things like it's very well done um so i'm excited to play the the other three levels because they're all so unique in this one i do know the last level is meant to be extremely short because it is more linear um but i'm i'm yeah i'm still very excited to play play the rest of the game yeah so i'm in the middle of the second level i'm trying to solve the murder mystery yeah it's really cool it's really unique and just like totally unlike hitman like i don't know who got this idea but like it's such a good choice it's like yeah the diversity is like insane like the first missions are like james bond um i will say i am enjoying the first level but well it's like obviously i've never played hitman right so this is my first hitman experience the first level is insane with like the amount of options you could do i'm not sure if that's been expanded upon since the first two but it felt like i don't know from what i've known of hitman i never knew is that big and open in terms of what you can do at least i didn't i think the first level is like bigger than traditional hitman levels right it's like i actually think it's a little bit smaller than some of them. really um yeah damn and that has i have a lot to go through <laughs> um but yeah the first level is really cool um i'm in the middle of the second one which i'm trying to solve the murder it's pretty cool yeah i just like the freedom of everything in terms of what you can choose to do how you take out the targets um completely unique and even like looking at the settings like later on when you unlock certain mastery levels you could start off levels in different kind of situations of different items and stuff like there's a lot of gameplay here and especially coming from someone that never played hitman in one and two i'm probably gonna pick up the pass for those and just have it all in hitman three i'm just gonna have like so much stuff to play um yeah just slowly you know inching through it right now mainly going for the hitman three campaign um probably will start it up a bit a bit later today and try to finish that second level yeah i'm just really liking it uh in terms of just the game as a whole it's been awesome yeah, the first level does really kind of feel like James Bond. It kind of tells you, like, essentially, it's kind of like a pitch that they can easily tackle James Bond. I'm looking forward to seeing that project as well. Yeah, it's just, I've always wanted to play Hitman, but I never, just never came around to it. So Hitman 3 came out this week, and I knew that, you know, you can get 1 and 2 all on 3, and it was the fin- you know finale of the trilogy. So I was like, there's no way that I would pass on this. There's no better way to jump into Hitman. So just looking forward to playing more. Gameplay's awesome, and... Yeah, it's just really fun. It's like nice to have a game where it's like mainly about the gameplay and you get to be in control of everything you do and have multiple options and yeah, so been loving it. Anyways, I guess that has been it for this week's episode. Um yeah, quite a bit of stuff to talk about. You know, next week hopefully we'll have some cool news as well as we get into February with releases like Destruction All Stars and everything like that. Uh yeah, once again we've been joined by Dan, Justin and Charlie. Um yeah thanks for joining us this week dan once again it's been nice to talk to you and get those old you know gaming at its core vibes back on the podcast (laughs) yeah and yeah it's been awesome so next week yeah we'll see you again for episode 11 make sure to submit your questions in the comment section down below or join our discord um and yeah that being said we'll see you next week take care see you later